grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The Bible reading I'd like to base my message on this morning is recorded in Peter's second epistle, chapter 3, verses 8 through 14. Peter writes, But do not forget this one thing, dear friends, that the Lord a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire, and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwells. So then, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. Those are the words of our Lord. Brothers and sisters in Christ, with the approach of Christmas, we would hope that the Christmas spirit would foster a spirit of patience between people. And whereas Christmas spirit may foster patience, the Christmas schedules seem to reflect our rushing tendencies. Everybody seems to be rushing around at this time of the year. Look at the day after Thanksgiving, the biggest shopping day of the year. I saw a picture in a paper a while back of a long line of people waiting in front of a store at 5 a.m. The store didn't open at 8, but they were all rushing to wait in line to be the ones to get those first $20 gift certificates, uh, which could only be used in that store. Three hours for $20.00 only for that store. People are generally in a rush to buy things. It is the American way. We we have to have it, and we have to have it now. We just can't wait. And perhaps that's because we're uncertain if we'll have the money later, or perhaps it's because we're uncertain if the product will be there later. We just can't wait. I think our lifestyles in general reflect this general rushing tendency. Uh, A while back, there was a sportswear commercial with a model like this, life's short, play hard. I guess that's innocent enough, but it sounds a little bit like eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. The problem is this rushing tendency so often translates into immoral behavior. Do it while you can. The future is uncertain. Why wait? Do it. Uncertainty about the future can cause a lot of people to rush into things that they would otherwise not want to do. A waiting period is usually a wiser course of action. An advent is a type of waiting period. It is a time we are reminded to wait on the Lord. We can't rush God, so why rush ourselves? Wait. 
And we can wait because our Lord's return includes so much certainty. Sure, we don't know when he will return, but he will return. That is certain. And when he returns, the world's going to look a lot different. That is certain. And until he returns, we can live in the peace of forgiveness and the promise of heaven. That is certain. So with all this certainty, there is no need to rush around. Slow down. Enjoy your family and friends. They're gifts from God, blemishes and all. Enjoy your church. She is a gift from God, blemishes and all. Enjoy your life. It is a gift from God, blemishes and all. We are certain that God loves us, blemishes and all. That's why Jesus came the first time. And we are certain that God will rid us of our blemishes. That is why Jesus will come again. That is certain. Just wait. Wait on the Lord with patience. There is a certain purpose why Jesus is waiting to come again, why he is delaying his return. First of all, we need to broaden our perspective of time. Have you ever noticed how the last two minutes of a football game really last about a half hour? Well, perhaps we're living in a similar two-minute drill. It's just lasting a little longer than we think. Verse 8 of our text read, But do not forget this one thing, dear friends, with the Lord a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. We need to adapt ourselves to God's timing. Besides, God's timing is always gracious timing. His waiting is always gracious waiting. Verse 9 of our text read, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. God waits patiently. He waited patiently for you and me to repent and come to faith in Jesus. And he is patiently waiting for other people to come to faith in Jesus. Think of someone you know who is not a Christian. Well, Jesus is delaying his return to give them the opportunity to come to faith in him. He's waiting. And while we wait, why not seize the opportunity to introduce them to Jesus? In view of God's perspective of time and our Lord's purpose for delaying his return, I guess I can wait. How about you? Wait on the Lord's sure promise. Some things are going to change, that is certain. The world as we know it is going to change its appearance. We read, the heavens will disappear with a roar, the elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and everything in it will be laid bare. The world as we know it is not going to last. Whereas our world may be what some people are calling devolving into morality, its destruction will be complete 
and quick, like a flash and in a twinkling of an eye. But something new and grand will be established. Just wait and see. Our text says we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth, the home of righteousness. Sounds like a fresh start. It sounds like a a change for the better. The old is destroyed and the new is put in its place. We certainly have something to look forward to. I guess I can wait. How about you? Wait on the Lord in peace. We don't have to wait in fear. Wait in peace. There's nothing to be afraid of as we use our time in honest reflection and humble repentance, for then we can spend our time in the peace of forgiveness. The Apostle John wrote, If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. That is why we can wait in peace. Because of our Lord's purifying forgiveness, we are certain that we will be presentable on the last day. And not only can we wait on the Lord in peace, but we can serve the Lord in peace. Verse 11 read, You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. The end is inevitable. Think of the person suffering with terminal cancer. How does he or she live? One woman I met viewed herself not as dying with cancer, but as living with cancer. And that perspective enabled her to enjoy her God-given life and nurture her relationships with others and with her Lord. The end result is the same, but the way one waits for the end can be radically different. In a similar way, we wait for the end, the last day. The end is certain. Now, are we ready? Are we using our time, readying ourselves in holy living? Are we using our time, nurturing relationships with our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, and even more importantly, nurturing our relationship with our Lord Jesus. Are we using our time to thank God for the gift of life and the gift of new life in Christ Jesus? Time is a gift. That is certain. I guess I can wait. How about you? You know, as Christians, we are surrounded by so much certainty. The time before our Lord's return is a time of grace. That is certain. The time after our Lord's return will be spent in the glory of heaven. That is certain. And the time right now can be spent in the peace of forgiveness. That is certain. So slow down. Just wait. Rushing around just distracts us from our sole purpose in life, which is to glorify God. Just wait. We're in good hands. We're in God's hands. 
And those hands will gently and certainly bring us to heaven. I'm so excited, I just can't wait. But I will wait. How about you? Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all human understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.